What is up, everybody? This is No One's Homies, episode six. Once again, my name is Clau. This is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and today we have another special installment for you. You know why? Do you know why? It is because we have a guest again. Oh, what? It doesn't stop there. We have two guests for the first time in No One's Homies history once again. <laughs> everything here is first in history. Yeah, everything because we're in our sixth episode. This is our first episode six ever in No yeah. One's Homes, Homies history. So uh, mm-hmm. without further ado, I would like to introduce our guests for the evening. They are our good friends. These are some wonderful people, some of the greatest people that I've ever known, and my pleasure to introduce. Uh, first to my left, I have my main man, Faisal Tabusala. <laughs> What's up? That's, that's how you make an intro on the podcast, man. I am so excited. Thank you. Let's just try and get your game a bit. I am so there excited. Yes, that's it. Hi guys, I'm Fai. I am Klaus' best friend, roommate. <laughs> and and br- who's beside you there, Fai? Beside me is the one and only... <laughs> <laughs> Helica Angelica Alberto! Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, guys? Dude, oh, she's what's the up? first female guest. Yeah, oh, first. this is real no history. history. This is real history. We're getting progressive. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for having us, really. Mark, Cloud. Dude, this of course. Is yeah, dope. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. We're Dude, doing yeah. this in five studios. Oh, hey. <laughs> We're using like most of your equipment. Yeah. His laptop today. His his two uh, one of his mics also helping us out. Yes, definitely. Uh so dude, we we're on a podcast. I know. On a podcast. <laughs> wow. Just on Tuesday night. I know. Like recording a podcast. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> we were just saying before uh, coming, uh, before recording that we had to explain to like our parents and me to my grandma, like, oh yeah, we're gonna do a talk show. Because <laughs> like, how do you tell? How do you tell like the older generation like we're doing a podcast? They just be like, yeah, what, what, is, what is this millennial talk? BS again? <laughs> <laughs> people listen to you talk for an hour. Oh, yeah. I don't know if people listen. <laughs> Shout out to our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a bit of housekeeping before we start. Uh, first of all, I wanted to personally thank the Mayfield Madness guys that had me over on in Rooftop last Saturday. Shout out. That's uh, Legs, Raj the MC, uh, Roy DeVeza, RD3, and the... Uh, Bunch of other guys. <laughs> Shout out to Scarly, who was like my my sound tech for that night. Oh, really? Like he kept trying to save because um, when when the speaker started struggling, like he was the one trying to handle my level. So, shout out to Scarly, Pastor Rhymes, love you, bro. Uh, yeah, so thank you to those guys. Uh, that was a fun gig, and I'm excited for more like it. It's a good crowd, too. You know, they yeah, like it was hip-hop. not. They like hip hop. Yeah. And uh, Mark wouldn't there. know though because he went to the fucking beach. It was a good oh. crowd. It was a good crowd. Dude, shouts Ooh. out to the crowd at the beach. <laughs> I hope for many more like it. Yeah. Uh, and one more thing for housekeeping, I just wanted to uh, wanted to wish Pancake a happy and fruitful afterlife. Rest in peace to my bulldog Pancake. Moment of silence. Thank you. Okay. Rest in peace, <laughs> Rest pancake. In peace, man. So, uh, yeah, I love that dog. She 
she took care of a lot of us, gave us many happy emotions with her fatness and her uh, and her weirdness. Dude, Pancake was in your song, right? No, no. Roxy. That was Roxy. Yeah. Who that was also, Roxy. rest in peace, Roxy. Also They're buried beside peace. each other. There you go. Oh, wow. All dogs go to heaven, dude. All dogs go to heaven. And she gets a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> Pancake with the podcast shout out. All right. So, that being said, and housekeeping being kept. We can go on to our regularly scheduled segments. Except we're not going to do sports schmenter today. Or, well, technically we'll be talking about athletic. Okay, sure. Uh, but before that, we go to something we like to share with our guests as well. Because it lets us get to know you guys a bit better. Even though I know you guys pretty damn well. Uh, <laughs> what have we been consuming, guys? Yeah. Uh, let's start with Fine Angelica. I want to hear your voices? Speak into the mic, please. Okay. Okay. So we recently watched um, Ang Huling El Bimbo, which was great. Um, thanks for the recommendation, Cloud. Yeah. Thank you for reminding us that it's so depressing. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> thanks for preparing no us because like preparing I was us. ready to, to cry. Mm. But like basically, if if you guys haven't seen it, it's great. It was so great that. It was Filipino made. The songs were in Tagalog. You know, like it was so. It was a different experience watching. At least for me, I'm not that used to watching local productions like on the stage. And it, I love the musical theater, so it was great to watch like a truly Filipino made in every way. You know, musical. I agree. Yeah, I mean the singing was like. Oh God! Yeah. Perfect. The acting was great, mm-hmm. and it was so cool how like. We were talking about how that that character of the of that 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 old man. It was it's kind of like uh, the one who takes care or who takes care of Joy and yeah, the yeah, shopkeeper. Yeah, yeah. He he was kind of like the the only tra- traditional Pinoy acting um, kind of uh, vibe alum, vibe yeah. left. You know the the, the typical mad uh, yeah. shouting kind of the vibe. But everyone else was yeah. like it's so refreshing. You know, true. Especially right. the. The, the character who came from the province is like, wow, dude. Laguna, so good, yeah. so good. The so, accent was so interesting. Um, There's a, I mean, the, a Laguna accent? Yeah, one of the three main characters is from Laguna. Mm-hmm. And like, he, he, like, the character. The character. Not the actor. No, the character. And then uh, he, he, there are like some words that he inflects with a, with a yeah. Laguna accent. It's very cool. Yeah. Strange. It's funny too, the way that they... Yep. That they yeah. use it. And the band was so good. Yes. The yes. band was yes. so good. Yes. So like yes. um we were very lucky because uh, Arvin, shout out to Arvin, he helped us uh get tickets for the show because he knew the drummer of the oh, of, yeah. of, of the of the band for the show. So it was great, man. Like, if you guys don't know who Arvin is, he is the bassist of basically Saturday night with Fi as their drummer. Yeah. And he's also in a few other bands, but just overall one of the best musicians Danny we Dea know. is his other band Dea, yeah. that uh, might yeah. be well known but then he does like small projects yeah. here and yes. there right there just you go. people are really tapping his skill as a bassist yep 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 he's a fucking beast mm-hmm. <laughs> he is a beast so yeah El Bimbo and of course I mean the sniffs and the the tears <laughs> and um, yeah it really made you feel for El Bimbo no? it yeah. made us feel for El Bimbo super recommend that <laughs> the, the guy right <laughs> The guy El Bimbo. The character El Bimbo. <laughs> the Bimbo. He's the Bimbo. Especially because he's the last El Bimbo. Yeah, you know, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, I think we, we, we gave a good synopsis for anyone that wants yep, to watch. Yep. It's about Angulay the last El Bimbo. El Bimbo. It is, mm-hmm. it is, you know. It's a damn shame. And shout out to the Eraserheads too. Shout out to the Eraserheads. 
I mean, they make crazy music. Do you know if they were directly crazy. involved in this? I don't think this? so. I don't think so. But it is a UP production, so they were probably consulted. Okay. Crazy and relevant music. Yeah. So like, till now. Till now. And like, the themes were on. very relevant for what's mm-hmm. happening in the country. But not right too now. like heavy-handed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Right, well, speaking of music, Angelica here has been consuming a whole lot of... <laughs> PJ Morton. Like, hello PJ to Morton. anyone who has Amen. never heard Amen. of PJ Morton. You should go check him out because I've just been listening to him nonstop for the past couple weeks. What, what are some songs that uh, uh, someone who doesn't know him start with? Okay. I would start with his Tiny Desk. Like, like oh. first NPR Tiny Desk. Um, and there he performs songs from his album Gumbo, which I really like. Like, I'm honestly, I don't know... Th- I don't know like a lot of his older songs, but his newer album Gumbo is a really good one. Um, he talks about his experience as a musician and the industry trying to change him, like his individuality, and kind of just still making art despite that, like choosing to choosing to be himself and choosing to make music that was still relevant to him. Mm-hmm. I think I have some of his songs on like Spotify. It just yeah. pops up in my. I really like Discover go through Weekly. your phone. Yeah, I love that song. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> song itself? I was like, yeah. I go through my phone. Oh no, no, it's a <laughs> song. no! Isn't it? It's the a song, song is go through your phone. Yeah, but but did you know he's um one of the keyboardists for Maroon Five? That I did not oh, know. Yeah. That well, I did not know. <laughs> but he's not the famously black there's, member of Maroon Five. There's two 5. of them. I'm not sure who is the more famous. <laughs> I know there's like one. Like I was shocked when I saw I was like a black guy. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but just. There's one of there's two there's two there's, there's two like a bald guy and I think they're one, both black. There, there's a guitarist I think that's black. Oh, I might be wrong, dude. I don't listen. To anyway, just more. weird that um I think his solo stuff doesn't I mean it doesn't sound like Maroon Five from no, what I remember. No, not right? at all, not at all. Especially not the recent Maroon Five. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I was like hmm, recent Maroon Five not that. Not that great, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After was that the Super Bowl? <laughs> Even before the Even Super before Bowl, that, I think like when Payphone came Fair. out, it was just that fun. whole album. <laughs> that whole album felt like a betrayal. It yeah. did. It did. It felt Why? like they changed. Why? They changed. Like did they, they when it like, got big? Yeah. Unlike PJ Morton. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's so good though, he and is. like I think his music has been like circulated in the algorithm of Spotify in our social circle. Good. <laughs> because, because I came I've across I I cuz I went on to his album Gumbo and I had a few songs already favorited and I was like, when did I hear this? I know. Yeah. But it was awesome. He's really great. I agree. Yes. His Christmas album was oh. the first Don't. time that like Don't. I I cuz Faisal and Angelica recommended it to me. First time I heard him. It's really good, man. Sli- slightly related I just wanted to say like, Do you enjoy Listening to the Christmas albums? Because I really don't I Dude do. check out PJ like Morton's Christmas album And sure. then Then tell me like, get Soften back to your me. heart Mark when, God. When, when someone puts Like the Josh Groban Or Michael Why? Buble Nobody want to yeah. hear Josh Groban singing Christmas songs man I just don't like Christmas songs Because It's limited to like One season Yeah, Like you know right. it's like, And it's like Six songs <laughs> And no, it's like when it's Christmas season, we only play Christmas music. I'm like, why? Why? There's other stuff for it. Yeah. <laughs> like the other stuff doesn't go out of season. And then... So you, you don't dislike Christmas music per se. You just don't like the fact that... People it's only limited play. to like one time. Yeah. I get sour super fast. Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. All I can say That's is fair. I strongly disagree. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, okay, the podcast is over. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we quit. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> 
you guys have you been consuming anything else um well uh, on the topic of music we are about to consume a <laughs> pretty uh, exciting concert in hong kong for john oh, Mayer. So. wow yeah. Yeah, and because of that we've been preparing you know listening to a bunch of stuff Throwing back to where the light is, still the best, one of the best, most perfect live albums of sure. all time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we're really excited for that. Um, this guy has influenced major, major our uh, BSN's music, especially you know our guitarist Junoy. So mm-hmm. shout out to Junes. Is he watching with you guys? Hi Junes. Yep. He's watching with us. So um, that's gonna be fun. Hong we Kong. are so excited for John Mayer. He, you know, uh, speaking of like talked a little bit about pg martin and like how you know he 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 refused to um have his identity change you know he's john mayer's one of those guys who was able to find a good balance of of you know like pop and just doing his own thing so mm-hmm. he sets a really good example especially to us who are kind of you know having all these thoughts about the music industry mm-hmm. since we are fresh and new in it mm-hmm. right now i think he's been able to dictate his like musical journey yeah. pretty well compared really to well. some yeah. other artists really well really really well he changed the sound when yeah, he wanted yeah. to exactly did the things he, liked. he made he made the hits that were necessary and that got him the funds you know yeah that's yeah. true also and the i mean fame. even even his hits still had a bit of himself in them yeah there you, you go know. what is that album room full of squares is that it room for squares room <laughs> for squares there we go that was like the first john mayer album i'd ever heard in like grade school my brother put it on and he was like feeling all these feels and i was like what's he on about and (laughs) then i listened to it and i was like dude i want to run through the halls of my high school (laughs) (laughs) you weren't even in high school school, (laughs) Uh, but he's been around for a while then yeah early 2000s yeah Yeah. And he's, he's been relevant hard. a while too, yeah. you know. It's not just around. I think I think he had a quiet period um, for a while after yeah. what Continuum. was that album? No, no, no. Oh, the one with Wildfire. The one with Edge of Desire. Battle studies. Al- Battle studies. I think mm. that was the last one yeah. of the last albums where I was like, he's this is one of the biggest artists. Sure. Then he stayed big, of course, but in terms of he's not anymore an up and comer or yeah. like anything like the hot trendy musician. He's just like something everyone likes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There are people like that. Jack th- Johnson, I think, was like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Jason Mraz. I mean, he comes here, people still watch. But in terms of like becoming a new, exciting artist, I think that's past enough for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bruno Mars, too, I guess. When's the, when's yeah. the concert? Um, April 7? Oh, this weekend. April, April 8. 8. Yeah. On, Monday. Oh, on Monday, yeah. But we're headed to Hong Kong on Saturday. So. You going to, Disney, you going to anyway. Disneyland? Yeah, man. <laughs> I hate you guys. No, no, hey, but you're coming. Oh, I'm not going. <laughs> Don't tell me that. I made plans this weekend, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. anyway, Disneyland, John Mayer in Hong Kong. Now that that is some good consumption, I think. Heck yeah. Oh, we're not going to Disneyland. Yeah, oh, okay. I thought or you some were. of some of the people in our group will be, but okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can feel a bit better. About Sorry. Yeah. There you go. That, there you go. There you go. I feel Cloud. a bit better. About. Thank you. Yeah. How about you guys? What y'all consuming? Hey, good one. <laughs> I think. Uh, when was the last time we talked? We recorded our last episode last Thursday. Yeah. Maybe like five days ago. Not, I've only not, not much added. Yeah, I've only been able to watch like one movie in between. Mm-hmm. This, it's Concussion. It just came back out on Netflix. Will Smith. Will Smith. And it's a true story about he plays this doctor who basically 
um, discovered the traumatic brain injury that comes from playing football mostly. CTE. Yeah, CTE. Oh. Yeah. So it's just the story of how he found it, and of course the NFL how they responded by trying to keep it under wraps. It's it's not really an exciting movie, but it's a good like sports, a realistic movie, right? Have you guys seen it? Yes. I had to watch it for uh, health. <laughs> no, sorry. I had to watch it for um, Ateneo Health Sciences. One of my cl- one of my classes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Fai is like crazy smart. Anyway. Oh, that, yeah? Huh? This smart? Am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it was really cool because it was more. Of, we we watched it and we focused on you know like like the ethical aspects of it because mm-hmm. uh, as what Mark mentioned, it was pretty much Doctor Omalu played yeah, by Will Nigerian, Smith. Nigerian, Nigerian. Yeah. Did he have an accent? Yeah. Slight, real, pretty good, man. Yeah. Like Will Smith did so well Will there, man. Galeng, galeng. And he did his patented <laughs> He's a like great actor. the yeah. intense scenes where he could, looks kind of teary eyed, mm-hmm. <laughs> like um, pursuit of happiness when he's yeah. like uh, in the. The bathroom, you know that his face yeah, where he's like, yeah. he's twitch, like twitching a little yeah. bit, and, and he's holding <laughs> the door while like they're banging the door yeah, while yeah, his yeah, son's yeah. asleep. Like, <laughs> the, the, the classic Will Smith yeah, face, yeah. but yeah, a, the ethics, right? That's cool. Yeah, I mean the science behind it. I think is becoming more, um, like mainstream now. I think Joe Rogan mentions it a lot. CTE, right? Mm-hmm. Especially because also fighters, boxers like that, they're also at risk of that happening. But it's. I think the movie displays like for the first time how it really. Came, people had to come to grips with football being a dangerous sport, and whether they'd want to play it or not. In the end, they were like saying. Even if it is dangerous, they also see that it is, a beautiful game. There's some, power grace when people are playing that kind of distracts you from the fact that these guys are probably going to <laughs> they have a 98% chance no it's like tw- 28% according to the movie 28% chance that NFL player will get Joe CTE. Rogan is spreading false facts <laughs> he says 98% CTE. chance of CTE really? yeah I mean, maybe certain positions really yeah, I yeah. guess so that's true because the ones in the middle I think they ba- it's like banging their heads more yeah. you know who had some form of CTE Chris Benoit Oh really? Oh, damn. Yeah, it dude. does make. That's how he died. It man. does make kind of sense because if you do watch the movie, what happens is these people kind of just lose their minds. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily. Um, it leads to depression and related things like that. You know, mm-hmm. they lose their money, their yeah. their livelihood, and everything. They go poor, they get into drugs, but it's mostly from like they hear voices in their head. Mm-hmm. They just can't f- hear themselves. So that Chris Benoit thing. Yeah. Was it from his diving head but yeah no, that, really, I'm man, also, really I mean like God. from everything everything but wrestling uh, John Oliver just did a feature in the WWE like on his latest mm-hmm. episode and he was explaining like these wrestlers man they go through so much trauma and they have no like they have no leaves they have no medical they have there's no medical compensation like the NFL at least apparently is starting they had to, to offer they had yeah to, of course it got so big they couldn't yeah, deny of course. it they tried to deny the CTE and brain injury they had like fake panels of doctors who weren't even neuro like scientists oh, or anything like that to just cover it up. And and like for money, yeah, it's money. And related. something John Oliver said was like when you lose when you lose the moral high ground to the NFL, like as the WWE, if the NFL is being more ethical than you, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah, so that's the only thing I've watched since then. It's a good movie. It's on Netflix. That's why I watched it again. I saw it before like when it came out okay yeah that's about it how about you Clau? uh only two things on my list because yeah we have we were like we just recorded <laughs> <and> talk, <laughs> talked about what we've been consuming 
I recently saw the Michael Jackson documentary oh. Leaving Neverland. It's pretty fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucked up. Like the the detail in which the victims describe the sexual assault is makes it hard to think that they're lying because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so specific and it's corroborated. Apparently, it's like it's the same thing for these two two, two? guys, two, two guys. Yeah. And it's like, damn, you know. I actually was surprised that you guys didn't bring up um, that documentary when you talked about your. Haven't um, seen it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I think it was coming around. I out think. At the same yeah, time, I think it wasn't like really so like relevant yet. But I had been thinking about it since then. Yeah. Same. I I thought about it while watching it. I was like, oh, this would have been perfect for that segment yeah. on reconciling yeah. artists. It might have just slipped through the cracks. Mm-hmm. I think the same would apply for Michael Jackson. It would be even harder. Yeah. To uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone here, who, like the general public, their view of Michael Jackson is like a world-changing artist, mm-hmm. and now it's like he's dead and his legacy is like in the balance. Yeah. It's kind of a weird time. Nga. Yes. And because his music was just so explicitly positive. Yeah. You know, which makes it like. Even double a bigger disconnect. Yeah. Because then, what is that? He made "We Are the World." So it's like that's exactly what ch- I was thinking about. And heal Africa. the world. Yeah. You know, like, and how like do man you... in the mirror. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> true, true. So many. But you know, the more that you listen to the the stories, not just from the kids, but from the or not the kids not anymore, their but parents. like the guys and their parents, man, the way that Jackson groomed them. It's really sick. Like he, he manipulated them, man. So, I mean, I'm. You're, you think you're you're believing this documentary? I mean, like I I, I still have like it's in doubt, right? Not. I still have like this uh, maybe like one percent thing in my head, mostly because I'm just on. I'm really more inclined to believe the people who sure. might have been, you know, like like victims like I don't know it just seems like the fair thing to do for oh god that's a huge overgeneralization but let's but just say here just in this case you know because it's like child molestation you'd have yeah. to study it more yeah. I think one of the issues that someone brought up was that these two had testified in his case before when he was alive yes. and they were witnesses for him they said they d- he didn't do it yes yes that when was they- the crazy part they were also adults then uh, when yeah. they testified. And the way that they explained it was like, uh, I didn't want to fail him. Yeah, like they were, yeah. they still loved him, were attached to him. Yeah. And their love for him was like a d- romantic, a deep romantic love. Yeah, the only thing I find a little sketchy is like, there's that one guy, the one who's like a choreographer or something, the yeah. dancer. Yeah. He, it's like, I'm inclined to believe that it, like what happened was true but the thing is that guy has like the fact that he's trying to get money out of it is a little like suspicious to me of course because if you just come out with your story and be like this is my story this is what happened to us and like this is what then I could like super respect that but if it's like I don't know he kind of he's in a way if you look at it's not in the documentary but if you look at yeah, you know, like yeah. other videos they talk about how he kind of blamed Michael Jackson for his career not blowing up because Michael Jackson always told him that he'd become a super yeah, and then he big choreographer abandoned. or like a big like a movie whatever 
and then it didn't happen and he like kind of blamed Michael Jackson for that so now he wants monetary compensation which is kind of like mm-hmm. that's I don't what know. that's what why it's so uh, this one's a more complicated one because the length of time Michael Jackson not being there to defend himself exactly. and yeah. um, the witnesses not being like the perfect witness exactly. like they have some baggage that they have to explain mm-hmm. yeah so I don't know it's just such a hard thing to say like sure and i'm just I, I, I there's always a little bit of conspiracy theory mm-hmm. in me that's just like <laughs> nobody wants somebody to be this positive of a force in the world like the current the current system won't allow it because it will destabilize the balance of society too many people will be altruistic and then the selfish people won't have anyone to perpetuate their culture see conspiracies <laughs> yeah, well, damn, damn. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to unpack, but but you think people should just watch it now and decide for themselves? I guess so. Um, I would actually recommend also watching the interview that Oprah had with the two guys yes. who were, um, like the the main focus of the documentary, mm-hmm. and because at least, like, I think Oprah's point was whether or not this was true, the it exists in the world. Like mm-hmm. whether or not the specific case of Michael Jackson is true or not that kind of phenomenon of children getting sexually abused, grooming, like all these mm-hmm. things uh, exist. So mm-hmm. it's like an important thing to talk about. Yeah, that's a good episode on Oprah's podcast. It's called After Neverland. Oh, oh I actually didn't watch the... P- I watched like an... Something like an interview on her show. Was it's it a also, podcast? It's thing? also on the oh, Super okay. Soul. Yeah. I dev- wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. You should check it out. You got the whole thing, Cloud. It's four hours, no? It's like I three hours or something. Uh, they Le- condensed leaving it. Never, lo- lever, leaving Never. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's two episodes. Yeah. I caught bits of it. Nga. Like, I was watching it in the grooming part. It's really like, I could see how this could happen. Yeah. This really would happen to like kids and with famous people who have so yes. much power. Or, yeah. yeah. Even, I mean, like, the same thing happens in like, you know, like priests. Like, yeah. You know, people with influence mm-hmm. and like authority. Over and people who make you feel safe. I think that's the part that's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, you did help them in other aspects. Actually, I mean, not to get like too deep into the subject <laughs> of child molestation, but it's a, it's actually it happens. The statistics for um, incestuous child molestation in this country specifically are relatively high. Yeah, like that's it's, not it's, that surprising. Yeah, sadly. it's not it's not surprising, but it's just it's uh, unfortunately relevant yes <laughs> yeah okay so on a lighter note <laughs> i'm also i just recently bought a new nintendo switch game on the eShop. it's called ape out it's a it's it's a game where you control it's a game where you control this ape and you, you're you're in the lab and then you have to escape and okay. there are these scientists with guns that try and stop you oh, but the, the style is the style is like a painting it's not like a it's not like detailed sure. it's just an orange ape on a black canvas with like blue walls to show you where you can pass and stuff and then the bad guys are white but when you hit them or when you break them because like you grab them it looks the animation is pretty good you grab them throw them to the wall they explode in blood and the thing that makes the game really <laughs> trippy dude this is what makes the game crazy um, it's to the soundtrack of like a free jazz band oh, wow. so every move you make is like an instrument comes out and it's different every time because it's procedurally generated so that means every time you replay a level it's completely new and I just find it amazing because normally in the game you know there's the soundtrack and then there's you 
And maybe when you enter a new part of the game, the soundtrack changes. But in this one, you're controlling the soundtrack with your choice of actions. That's like so cool. it's crazy. And it looks like a painting, a moving painting while you're doing it. So I, I just thought that would be cool to share. Because uh, wow. even if you don't have a Nintendo Switch, you can check out gameplay and you can you'll see like how it's really a unique way to to create a game yeah an mm -hmm. experience of a game you know wow. it's by this company called devolver and they're really well known in the industry for their sound production like music production in games awesome. very cool but they're the ones that did hotline miami oh the really intense soundtrack good. i would play in the condo before fyi fi and i used to live together in college we used to live together yeah dot shout out oig yeah. <laughs> Sorry, is this game unique to uh, the Switch? I think you can get it on uh, a phone. No. no, 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 like computer maybe. Computer. Yeah, like Steam or something. But I'm not a hundred percent sure. All right. We shall check. Yeah. Ape out. Ape out. How That's much it cost? I like the sound of that. Uh, Ape out. Thirteen dollars. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. I, I got myself a Nintendo card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweldo, yeah. treat myself. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That's it, man. That is it for what we've been consuming. Mmm, cookie. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Yo, nice one, nice one. <laughs> I was looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark, do you have anything for Sports Mentor? Yeah, yeah. You said yeah. That you this had something. Before we go on to our main happened interview. over the weekend. It's a sport we don't usually talk about, F1. But mm -hmm. I do watch F1. So yesterday, oh no, Sunday night, they had their second race of the season. And it was a very good race in terms of a lot of action, like overtaking. A lot of the F1 rules for this year were trying to make the cars more um, able to overtake each other because the past recent years has been just like, once they get away, it's over. Mm -hmm. So this one, they can kind of fight back. So you did see a lot of that. The major event in the story was, or in the race, sorry, was that the guy who started race at the in first place, the pole position, He's a driver from Ferrari called Charles Leclerc. The second youngest ever in F1 history to start the race as pole position. And basically in the first lap of the race, he went from first to fourth. He had a bad start. Um, Sebastian Vettel, his Ferrari teammate, mm -hmm. overtook him. The two Mercedes drivers, Lewis Hamilton, the defending champ, and the other driver, Valtteri Bottas, overtook him. So it was like drama in a sense of he has starting so well and mm -hmm. he had such a good weekend through qualifying and he kind of fell back fought his way back up the first through, through maybe like the first six laps and kind of maintained his lead throughout the race but just about like 10 laps from the end his car had like problems the turbo oh. on his car like died so it's like a mechanical problem within and killed basically the all the power of his car oh. and he was just like a sitting duck and he got overtaken by the Mercedes guys. He was about to be overtaken by one of the Red Bull drivers in fourth, which would have put him out of the podium. Mm -hmm. But luckily, like there was like a another, uh, some other cars had problems and that brought out the safety car, which means you can't overtake. Yeah. So it, the race ended like that. So, wow. It's kind of dramatic because he was surely going to be first. He was kind of far. Oh, race was safe. It was in That's hand. Shame. And, through yeah no fault of his own his car just kind of uh conked out yeah. on him and he would have been i mean it would have been his first win it's his first podium either way but i mean it's just one of one of the better races in f1 that i've seen recently that's why i wanted to mention it 
You can check out the highlights. YouTube. It's okay. very good. Does, does another car go from behind him and push him to the finish line? No, his car was still uh, <laughs> his car was still running. But the cars are kind of complicated in a sense where their turbo kind of recycles and the kinetic energy of the car to give it a boost. Mm-hmm. So that makes the power of the engine stronger. And if that dies, basically you lose maybe instead of hitting like 300 plus kilometers per hour, you can only hit like 200 something. Or you're 30 kilometers slower than the cars, be- yeah. the other cars, yeah. which is big. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So he was just kind of... Well, he's young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But just like, wow. Crazy. What a story. Yeah, yeah. From how he started, how he got back. Yeah. And how it ended. That's a true disappointment. Yeah. Did Lewis Hamilton win? He did. Still. Yeah, the same. He still won. And still. I know F1 because of that guy. Yeah. My ate yeah, yeah. had, had the biggest crush on him. He's so. really good looking guy. Right? I mean, yeah. he's good too. But he's a good looking <laughs> guy. He's a good looking guy, man. He used to date um, Nicole Scherzinger. I don't oh, know the dating anymore. Shout out Pinoy yeah. Pride. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up? That's cool. So yeah, I mean, just w- if you're not a fan of F1, or if you are, just check out the highlights. It's a good, it's a good representation of how the sport can be enjoyed. Yeah, that's it for me. All right, that was sports schmanter. Condensed. Well, which theme song is that? I think you uh, <laughs> made it up. <laughs> but on your last one, you did the the uh, the, the sports actually. No, sport. we we did the wrong was, uh, one. NBA on NBC. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 that's the latter part. We're still trying to do. I should just make those freaking sound bites already. But yes, okay. So I bet a bunch of you are wondering. Why do you have Fine and Angelica here like, on the podcast? You just trying to in- interview all your friends? <laughs> well, first of all, yes. And if you don't like it, fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but al- actually, yeah. Oh, and oh. also because our friends do have things to contribute. Yeah, we have cool friends. I said this in the Jaime episode. We have cool <laughs> friends. <They> cool <laughs> shit. Don't come, on, come at me. I'll, I'll fight you and tell you what my friends do. Uh, but yeah, you know, Faisal and Angelica are doing a really cool thing right now uh, with this. Well, you know what? I'm going to have them explain it. What do you guys do? What do we do? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging the whole, you know, sound effects. Uh, uh, They're mood. not real sound effects. Yeah, but there you go. We, have a, we have a drum kit beside us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that. the drum. Anyway, we have to mic up the drums. Well, um, it was one fateful day in November. Well, actually, um, okay. What do we do? I'll start off by saying <laughs> that we are very much into fitness, right? Mm-hmm. So, Fai's wearing a Spartan race shirt. He yeah, competed. Spartan race. Well, also, Jelly and a bunch yes. of our other friends. They did compete. Yeah. And Klaus about to I'm compete. Go Klaus May. joining Spartan Race. Yeah. Yay. Because I am a Spartan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a Spartan to be able to join. You gotta be a Spartan. So it's, it's a Spartan race. I'm part of that race. Yeah. Chan- channel your uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah. That's what it is. But yeah, um, we decided last year um, to take our fitness journey to um, a whole new level. Or... Mm-hmm. Um, and it started off with us taking um, Wi-Fi classes, actually, with um, uh, a v- uh, 
uh, a very, very good friend, a good coach, a beautiful man with beautiful hair. Shout out to Coach Shan. Hello, Coach Shan. Coach Shan, yeah. Um, when we came back from Japan last year, he introduced Muay Thai to us. We started learning that from him. And part of our Muay Thai program was um, this idea of animal movement, right? So he started showing us these kinds of warm-ups, these kinds of like drills that you can do mm -hmm. that kind of make you like turn into some animal, right? So so we 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 do like like these these ape ape movements, these bear crawls and inchworms, yeah. you know, all, all of that and it made us wonder like wh what are these primal movements like like how did they get integrated into fitness how how is it that right now people are using this you know to get fit and you know just to be more aware of their bodies right so i did my research we found this this really interesting idea concept body weight program called Animal flow. Yeah. the yeah. <laughs> growl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> new, new, Joe Budden. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what is animal flow, Fi? Or right. jelly? Jellico, okay. Well, we kind of have the official definition of animal flow. We just wanted to read it out, but sure. of course, we'll talk about it more after. So it's basically an innovative fitness program that combines ground-based and quadrupedal movement with elements from different bodyweight training disciplines, so like different martial arts, dancing, all these things, to create a fun and challenging workout emphasizing multiplanar fluid movement. So it's essentially a bodyweight exercise. Um, for me, animal flow is it's like a mindfulness practice. It's something that I use to strengthen the relationship between my body and my mind and also strengthen my body at the same time. What about you, Fai? What is, what is animal flow Yeah, okay. So um, Angelica gave the uh, definition. Um, this is the, the one you'll find when you Google animal flow. And I'd like to expand on it just a little bit. So when it says ground-based quadru quadrupedal movement, it basically involves the four limbs right so you have your arms you have your legs and then you're usually on the ground that's why um, you're performing these movements that are inspired from or animal rather they, they take inspiration from animal movements but also other other disciplines like for example when you look at the the th this movement that we call a uh, beast kick through you know you can really see this in in your jiu-jitsu practice martial mm -hmm. arts there are some movements like the crocodile roll that, that that we call but you can really see in like capoeira or or the scorpion sweep for example that you can also see in like in yoga or in wushu right so it's it's really cool because the, the, the founder of, of this program, his name is Mike Fitch from the States, he was able to package kind of like all of these disciplines and present it in such a way that, you know, it's it's like something complex but presented simply. So it's so doing complex things for your body, but through movements like you can understand like in that sense or I guess you could say well their slogan is movement for every body, like every space mm -hmm. body. So I mean, like, I'm sure Cloud knows, like, martial arts, I wouldn't say they're for everyone, right? It's like a certain kind of discipline that 
it's more formal you give like you know a certain level of respect to it but animal yeah, sure, flow sure. is something that's a little more accessible you mm-hmm. know it's not as the rules aren't so strict it's it's um it's very dynamic like it they encourage innovation and changing so things. you kind of try to move as your body reacts as well yes and like you can you adjust the movements to your body too. Okay. like so it's not just for let's say athletes and super fit people mm-hmm. you know it should be for everyone if yeah. you have a body you can do animal flow because i mean <laughs> there are different body types people have longer legs exactly. longer arms and i mean like my experience having like usually like a longer leg and mm-hmm. I, I used to do like tai chi uh, it, it's hard to bend <laughs> It's yeah. really hard to bend. It requires you to get really low to the ground, mm-hmm. and for some people, that's just not as like as easy or as possible yeah. mm-hmm. compared to to like someone lower to the ground. So you think like an animal flow is more adaptable, versatile for that yes. for that kind of work. Yes, it's definitely more mm-hmm. adaptable. On the topic of Tai Chi, so like, how are you in channeling your energy, like when using it? Like, are you good? Oh, can you can you send someone? I was like m- moving shit with my brain like that. Yeah, can, yeah, you, yeah, can yeah. you do that? Now? <laughs> I'm Chinese, dude. That's what we do. Dude, <laughs> that's sick. No, my knees, my knees were like buckling. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing good. moving. My knees like, oh, that's pretty good. No, it's it's a, it's a good um, it's also a good like dynamic movement type of thing. But I think, in some senses, it wasn't um efficient in all ways mm-hmm. i mean like all the forms not all of them like made you, sense and you couldn't like hypnotize cats no, <laughs> yeah, <it's not> no. <laughs> <laughs> you just get along with old chinese yeah. ladies and yeah old like the lawless and you can do like the really cool tea pouring stuff <laughs> i don't know if you're talking about tai chi i'm not i'm not <laughs> i don't i'm not really sure what tai chi is honestly <laughs> i mean i only took it for one semester in ateneo i might be thinking of wushu actually <laughs> think about Jelka, you took tai chi as well right i also took tai chi for I, pe yes for it's PE. pretty good I don't think it works up that great of a sweat, but... Oh, God, it was so challenging for me. I mean, at that time, I was really, really unfit. So <laughs> after Tai Chi, I would have a really hard time walking. Like <laughs> or maybe, maybe mine's because I didn't bend as far. Because yeah. the uh, professor was always probably like, a little lower. I was like, uh, I don't think it goes any lower than this. I know you, Mark. You, you, would, you were probably like, I don't need to put that much effort into this. Like, <laughs> Rely on like, some natural. Like this ability. is not one of those p- times I'm gonna push myself. Yep. Oh no, I want it to be good just to to show. <laughs> but, oh yeah, but you're, it just you're Chinese. Hard. I'm yeah. sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely not as flexible like back then yeah. as now because I do try to stretch more now. You should do animal flow. Uh, I did Wait. actually yeah. try a little bit. I oh. don't know if I was doing it perfectly right, but I was learning it from. Um, Gabal, our other friend, was teaching us over the beach. We would wake oh. up in the morning, do some Gabal stretching. Does animal flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I meant like if you th- if you say he knows, then okay, I must have been doing it pretty good. He was oh, teaching no, it right well. I think she said it more as a surprise. Yeah, surprise. It was like, oh, like, yeah. I, I don't know, know where he learned it. Dude, he might just be doing animal. <laughs> That's different. <dude. laughs> I do that. I I do animal uh, flow. Yeah, well, no shit on Gaboy. Gaboy doesn't know shit, man. Cloud was the OG animal, dude. Dude, I was the first guy in Southridge to ever run a decent pace on all fours. Quadrupedal yep. move. Yep, quadrupedal. Yes, quadrupedal. It, Cloud was the very first. Yes, he's sir. the epitome of that. I once did it during a football game. 
the crowd had a kick out of it because <laughs> like i tripped i tripped during and the that's game. how you recovered and then i recovered by running on all fours and the crowd was like the fuck did you? this must like help this. and this i was like in grade help. three so that must have looked really weird to They're them like, this must have yeah. how people have evolved from like <laughs> apes like, oh oh then he gets on both feet and yeah. starts running he's like wow perfect no but you know uh i don't know if it's because you guys are my friends on social media and like the algorithm is like putting it to me but all of these not just animal flow, but like fitness natural things? type movements. Not just fitness, primal but like movements. primal movements primal specifically. Movements. Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep showing up on my feeds, mm-hmm. especially on Instagram because it's so snackable. You see like these, even just memes of guys going around the gym pretending to be monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty convincing. Hey, like the movements are pretty yeah. damn convincing. And you know what? It's fun. Like I think what I really liked about animal flow is it... I never found working out fun before. Like, Mm -hmm. I was, like, just to give a little bit of a background for those of you who don't know me, I was, like, probably, I was really unhealthy, like, for a a long part of my life, like, pretty much up until I ended college. And, like, when I started, when I found Animal Flow, it, it helped me, like, have fun with, you know, with movement again. Like, I think you have that it comes so easily when you're kids and you just like play around in the playground like like what do you do sure, like run sure. around on all fours like that's that's a that's an important part of fitness that i think we lose a lot when we like get older and like when we found when i found animal flow it's like oh hey this is fun and like that's that's important that's very sure, important. yeah I, I agree with that especially because um uh the traditional <clears throat> how people traditionally work out you know going to the gym lifting weights it's I mean, you get you, you get more aesthetic and whatever you can you gain strength, but doesn't necessarily feel like the most natural way to exercise. Mm-hmm. It yes. doesn't always translate to movement and mo- like mobility, mm-hmm. practical exactly. ways. Yeah. yeah, like movements that you would do in everyday life, like you know, getting up off the floor without yeah. any struggle. Right? Yeah, dude, that's, that's something. Very simple, but even sitting down, man. Like sometimes I'm like, like, like oof. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Damn, I just have to sit down. I didn't know that'd be so hard. But yeah, I, I I can I can see the man the the appeal of animal flow. Is it is it a new um like type of movement, like the yeah. the the, okay. the formal at least yeah, idea the, of the, it. the the formal idea of animal flow um they 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 were founded I think like just like twenty twenty twelve to twenty fourteen somewhere okay. around that time right so it's re- like relatively new but the 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 founders uh, or the owners in Mike he he'd say that he actually didn't really find animal flow. Like, he would say that he has been a student of it mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, you have guys like, you know, like Ido, Ido Portal, you know. Uh, he, He's he, the coach of Connor. Connor, the yeah. Yes. Yes. Another, another reason why we really got into animal flow. Um, mm-hmm. It was, uh, a re- there was, it was a relevant time, I think, at that time. Connor was fighting a lot. So, sure. you know, I was really, like, you know, this I'm a movement. fan also because, you know. Um, yeah, MMA is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Klaus a big fan too, so I learned a lot from from the roommate. <laughs> oh, he watched it. Yeah, a lot. We, we'd watch I a lot. I would download it. We'd watch a lot. I yeah. would I would download it. Oh, not illegally, of course. Not I had illegally, UFC no. Fight Pass. Now, there you go. <laughs> but we would watch it in the condo, like yeah. while having dinner. Having dinner, mm-hmm. or especially like, if it's like a really good card. Like I watch go. it with family, like to check out this part. So it <laughs> yeah. really like made your curiosity yeah. about right. movement. It did. So you know, Ido Portal is one of those guys. You know, I really did my research. Him naman kasi it's, it's he he calls it the movement culture right so mm-hmm. he believes in having people come together you know 
and then doing all kinds of movements like he he wouldn't label any any specific movement for him like he'd call primal movements animal movements but sure. like he wouldn't say i do animal flow or whatnot so to him it's a bit more general uh-huh. but yeah exactly like like guys like him spreading that whole body weight movement culture it was way before animal flow was founded and then you have capoeira which really goes way back you know as a martial art discipline and then even other martial art disciplines like wushu tai chi they really date way back so um animal flow in itself is new but the it idea was of movement. the idea of movement really just goes way back you can imagine like our ancestors tribal yeah i mean ancestors, not like, even like the idea just the the phenomenon of phenomenon, movement is, yeah. it's fundamental to like human evolution really yeah. like, it's, there you go if you think about it a lot like a lot of the the way our bodies are structured now is because of the way that our ancestors were moving like mm-hmm. over time like the way that our bo- modern bodies have evolved yeah it's based off that kind of movement so it's just kind of like going back to that it feels so natural yeah like sure. more natural than like lifting a bunch of metal like over my actually, head <laughs> actually that does make sense um I, I again i'm reading this book sapiens yeah by i'm starting Yid- it tomorrow yeah yuval noah harari and he basically explains the evolution of man at least in the earlier portions he was talking about um how since humans were dest like structured to be hunter gatherers that's how they evolved to, to function and be able to survive in the wild the kind of movements that they were doing were more about like running in terms of being able to reach food mm-hmm. on trees and areas like that hunting animals just the mobility being more agile and as we became more um sedentary uh, sedentary we came up with our our cities and our towns and we were doing different things lifting grain or lifting our crops things like that All we right. changed how our body was really destined to move by and replacing it with tasks like sitting down and writing in terms of standing and there you go. that's why or sometimes we that's, it says like that's why some our back aches and things like that it's not exactly. actually supposed to be yeah. um, in that kind of position or posture doing that movement yeah mm-hmm. in a way our bodies weren't really developed for those for mm-hmm. like yeah. a lot of the stuff yes. that we do today they're actually really developed to move in a so, lot yeah. of different yeah. ways trying to, yeah. so exactly. trying to offset that with again like practicing like like you said animal flight I guess you notice that it really helps with your your overall yes. feeling definitely related to that uh, we were able to um, meet and train with this um, certified instructor who's also a therapist in St. Luke's BGC he's a myotherapist so wow. the, the way he approaches animal flow is really as a corrective measure that he you know he, wow. he he prescribes to his patients who have back lower back issues shoulder issues that you know these are animal these are some movements that you can do so it's really cool you know like there's there's a bit of that direction now in the medical field and in the in the fitness industry there's really an intersection right now and yeah that whole corrective aspect of animal flow so it's cool. it's really dope it's really cool yeah there is really a crossover that's been happening in um recently like not just with animal flow but like um yoga and pilates like medical sense. yoga like yeah. It, it's becoming a thing now. People are realizing that when you get injured, you don't have to live with the injury for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You can correct it through movement, mm-hmm. movement medicine, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's getting bigger because I think people are seeing More that it works, yeah. mm-hmm. that it actually works. This is going to sound like a crazy uh, idea, but I just hope we... <laughs> I, hope <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I hope, like, as a society, we move to a place where it doesn't... 
like it wouldn't be so crazy to see someone just like moving like a monkey out in public yeah exactly there you go. You know? people, there people you go. have tried to do this like time to time in the past they hold like races on quadrupedal i'm not even talking i'm talking about like in the mall <laughs> yeah, I'm about, yeah. Like, in the mall if someone's walking on all fours you leave that person alone you <laughs> not yeah, judge yeah. them yeah, there you go they are just <laughs> going through their day like like what because like i think about it now dude in that football game when i ran on all fours you felt fast I didn't feel fast, but you know, people laughed, and I felt like I felt like shit. <laughs> like, this definitely ain't normal. Like, and after the after the match, people were like, hey, "That was crazy, yeah." And I was like, "You know, it's not that crazy. It felt pretty natural to me." You know, I just yeah. I just want a place where I can walk on my knuckles, and people won't give me crap about it and say that I'm uncivilized or yeah, I'm a monkey or whatever. For all for all they know, you're you were you know you're um, trying to stretch out your hips or yeah. you're, you're yeah. like, trying to lengthen your spine. Maybe open up yeah. those hips, lengthen your spine, yeah. or you just enjoyed moving just like enjoyed an ape. Moving like an ape. Like, yeah, see, see not, that, that's 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 what I really enjoy about Amaphil. Like, like I'm doing a certain movement, and I'm like, okay, I am, I'm mobilizing my shoulder, I'm mobilizing my hips. Oh, but I'm also a scorpion. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like that's why it's fun. Also, there you, you go. Also having a good time. Yes, the fun yeah, aspect is really important go, to it because I think that that's what really like if you wanna like talk about having like an active lifestyle or a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. making your workouts fun is so important and i don't think that people really value that anymore sure. and it's sad but because it should be fun sure. like it's it's time that you dedicate for yourself for your body why not have fun while doing it it's a good incentive to do it again yep. exactly there it makes go. it that makes it more likely for you to do it again it's probably um i guess like why um, well, this one's more the capoeira. You mentioned like there's a lot of influence from capoeira. Capoeira yes. is like a, um, it's a dance slash play kind of movement. Mm-hmm. Yep. I took like one seminar at the because I took Portuguese. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of this stuff, yeah. man. Mark, yeah. Like Mark, yeah, the Tai Chi capoeira god. Like they had capoeira instructors, and they would talk about it in the sense of play. It you're two people fighting, but at the same time you're. Like it's symbiotic movement and yep. play. You give each other space at the same time. Mm-hmm. You react, and that helps fuel their the way that they move. Did you ever accidentally like? No, I just did kick your bi- partner banned in the face. <laughs> no, I just I, I think I reached the what's that the the one like how Eddie from Tekken and uh, oh stance. yeah his his red arms just going back and forth. Which was about stance. it? Was that the was that the square triangle or the no, X no, circle? No, just the X circle. X oh, circle. I was X gonna circle. say just the, the one the when he's standing. X, oh yeah. <laughs> X circle. X circle. X circle. X circle. Uh, I was going to say about. No, yeah, I meant like just interesting how. Movement can be fun now. I'm also getting more into that. Not animal flow, but the just idea of working out, stretching, mm-hmm. yeah. things like that. Yoga. Yeah, you know, it I, opens I know you, up I know to you like do a, some poses, yeah. bro. You've been running too, man. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, lot. yeah. yeah Mark, you've been like that, running really far. That has been <laughs> yeah. my really far. Yeah, like, really he was like, I'm running 20K far. tomorrow. So oh, <laughs> what? <Jesus. laughs> but it's like you said, you find something that you find fun. It helps keep it going longer, motivate. You, you see more progress. Mm-hmm. You appreciate it more. Yeah, it's not like oh twenty k. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, twenty k. <laughs> yeah, you know, cause yeah, you're really yeah, working we, hard. You see how your body reacts. You, we ain't cut but the same. You have to. It's a different <laughs> we, thing. We ain't cut the same, bro. How are you gonna do the Spartan race? Fucking twenty k. It ain't twenty k of running. <laughs> it's five k like with, with obstacles. With <laughs> like, yeah. That's my shit. Like okay. I'll do that. Different, I ain't gonna run for twenty yeah. k. <laughs> different works out. Different work. 
workouts workouts for different for sure. people i suppose yeah, yeah definitely so i like, we're just trying to open your mind we have now animal flow maybe you haven't been exposed because i think there would be some people at the gym still doing traditional weights and oh yeah machines sure. and i still do like that. that yeah that's, you know, that's my I'd, four times a week i don't think it really matters what you do mm-hmm. um as long as you have something yeah like um there was such a big change in my life when i sort of decided to be healthy and that really clicked for me because like i honestly never realized before that i was unhealthy sure. i just kind of thought that i was like you know you'd, uh, like normal you think you're normal fine. And, yeah you just and, and yeah and fine but like when i started getting healthier i was like oh so it's not normal to be tired all the time like <laughs> it's not normal to like uh, there was this, like this weird point where i felt so detached from my body i couldn't even tell when i was hungry like I wouldn't get hungry. Yeah. That kind of thing. Like I think everyone kind of reaches this point if you're like a student when you're just not treating your body that great. Sure. Like you're not getting enough sleep. You're not eating the mm-hmm. right stuff. You're and you like you're drinking. <laughs> you know, it's like a lot of throws or throwbacks. Yeah. And you know, you put your body through really hectic schedules, like sure. a lot of stressful stuff. So, like when I when I kind of switched around my lifestyle and I felt like oh I actually wake up in the morning and have energy <laughs> like <laughs> it was a what big a like shock. oh I, I, I guess I wasn't healthy before like I didn't know like ordering um, fast food like four times a week was super normal for me I before it's now it's like uh, your body knows that like yeah you don't it's do not food anymore. yeah so um, I think it really came from a place of sort of developing a relationship with my body i mm-hmm. never had that before i was never one of those kids who could like climb trees and like dance and stuff or like do cartwheels and run handstands. All fours. run a- yeah no i was not i was never one of those kids i sucked at all sports like was all sports no i think a lot of kids are like that all thank four. you okay, okay. Yeah, I, I felt like weird. the odd one out oh no TVH. yeah I, I i have the same sentiments i mean I've played sports in a sense when you're a kid, but you can just do that. Just pick up anything. You just keep playing. Uh, But like when you get older, you start to notice your body responding differently to uh, exercise and like proper care. Yeah. And you start to notice it more too. That's for me, like when I started to um, exercise more, I started to feel the effect of what I ate more in my Mm -hmm. body. Like before I couldn't tell like this food makes me feel this way. This food makes me feel that way. Now I super feel it. Like if I feel like low on nutrients, like I feel like I can feel that now. So Mm -hmm. it's really helped me develop a relationship with my body, which I never had before. And that really comes from just really dedicating time to work on your body. Mm -hmm. I think that's what being healthy is really about. It's like having an active, um, nurturing and close relationship with your body. That well said. I think that is how most people should look at it. I think there are movements where it's partly like aesthetic and you're just trying to feel like you're part of the crowd. Yeah, I hate that. I honestly hate that. Like I hate how a lot of fitness is so much about aesthetics right now. I think like a a fit body, a healthy body looks different on everyone. Mm -hmm. Like there shouldn't be, if you're working out and your goal is to like have your body look a certain way, I think that you won't really go that far. Like it's for, I don't know, at least for me, it's not a good enough reason to motivate me to work out every day because now I actually can say that I work out every day Mm -hmm. and I never had that kind of motivation before. But now that I feel like it's me sort of like, giving attention time like love to my body it's Mm -hmm. so enjoyable now sure like to spend even just 15 minutes like 
stretching out in the morning you know that's uh something that uh, i feel like it was us talking about it in our in the beach when were you oh, I was like, were you there not your beach our beach where we were saying like w- if you want to live a healthy lifestyle it doesn't mean like you necessarily have to follow your shoulders back chest legs yes. like you know it can just be like oh today like I'm gonna go on a run like you don't have to go on a run every day like mm-hmm. you just have to do something each day to kind of like contribute to the overall idea that I want to be healthy. Sure. You know, yeah. build it up from the foundation, yeah. get it through all your all parts of your life. And then every you day. F- then you find something like an animal flow or like whatever it is. Cases, like for, for me, it's football. Like yeah. I just keep going back because it's the motions I like to make. And and it's my like it's fun. It's an incentive for me to go back. But I think, yeah, I mean, for for everyone else, I think the bare minimum, just try stretching. It really helps. Stretching <laughs> is great. Dude, just YouTube it. YouTube oh basic like, uh, yoga stretches for beginners. Yeah. You will, like, Opens up change your, your life. Your back, lower back, hips. Give your yeah. hips some love. Ooh. Give hips, your spine man. some love. Oh, my and, uh, God. It feels so good. Like, if you guys check out mobility, check out stretching, check out, like, releasing and, like, foam rolling. Oh, Oh my my God. God. I think we have to go on our tangent on foam rolling right now. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Speaking of that beach trip. This one, this one, I think, for people who know, they know what, you know, they feel the love. Dude, okay. You know, you know, foam rolling. We don't... (laughs) Dude, uh, speaking of that beach trip where we were talking about fitness, the reason I keep bringing it up in this particular conversation is because you know most people during beach trips they'll drink which we did we drank we go to the beach and we went to the beach but we also spent like 80% of our time like stretching mm-hmm. doing doing <laughs> some odd like motion yoga. movement yoga mobility foam rolling while like drinking while, while drinking, drinking. <laughs> while partying while our friends were DJing like you don't have to you don't have to switch out one for the other guys you can you can you can do it True. you yeah. can do it all I mean obviously <laughs> don't try anything too dangerous yeah. while you're drinking but yeah. we made sure yeah but, but pretty sure. right like pretty much it was such a relief I felt so like healthy yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> actually this this like relate to something I wanted to ask because I think a lot of people their main excuse would be like how do you find time yeah. in terms of being able to live a healthy lifestyle um do you guys have any like advice in terms of what what does it mean to create time? Like you said, fifteen minutes is that enough? You know, it's more. Is it more about your willingness or about actual time you have to put in? Right. Um, you you say something than me. Um, no, you can go first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> so okay, it definitely has something to do uh, with the willingness, right? So um, because when one is willing, one will take the necessary actions to set himself or herself up for success, right? For sure. example. Um, for the longest time, I was really itching to get some kettlebells, like just to finally get a, you know a few kettlebells for the house. And now I think I can, like, I can genuinely say I can have a good twenty to thirty minute workout, like like a really really good workout just at home. Mm-hmm. And and all I had to have to do is I could literally wake up, wake up, and then maybe spend ten minutes to get ready. I'll have my cup of coffee and then I'll do my workout. All of that done in 45 minutes. And that's 45 minutes of my whole day, right? Yeah, you can find 45 minutes right? pretty so, easily. So, you can know, you talk about your like 
morning routine. Yeah, what, what, is, that, cool. what is exactly? Walk us through a day. Yeah, so no, for for example, like I'll I'll wake up and then I would already start my morning mobility slash stretching because mm-hmm. my the way I think about it is this will help me wake up. Sure. So I'll go into a squat. I'll start doing a bit of like spinal stretches. I'll open my hips. And next thing I know, I'm already warming up for my workout because I'm already doing this thing that I do just to wake myself up. So I'll do that in between like brushing my teeth, washing my face. Yeah, so that I, sorry, Fai tells me that he does this like, you know how you wake up and you check your phone in the morning? Mm-hmm. Fai wakes up and checks his phone in the morning in a squat position. I'll go into a squat, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start yeah. trying that. I'll, oh, because <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll go on a social media break. I'll, I'll, go in, I'll go in my squat or I'll, I'll start foam rolling because I know that I want to start my day with a workout. So, you know, I'm doing that in between stuff like like brushing my teeth, washing my face. And then, you know, if I have to take a dump, you know, like all of that is it's, it's Dude, getting please. done. This is a family podcast. <laughs> oh, but I meant, I meant, you know, dump, dump the bad negative thoughts. Away. <laughs> Good save. There you go. So, um, you know, like all of that's being done. And then after that, I'll go downstairs. I'll grab the kettlebells. You know, I'll, I'll do a few sets of this and that. And the next thing I know, it's like you know, I finished that in what thirty minutes, forty minutes. So, you, you it's, bec- it's because I woke up, I was already willing, and sure. because that willingness, it came from just you know wanting to feel good in the morning. It wasn't even mm-hmm. about I want to work out. It's just like, damn, I want to wake up. My hips feel weird. My, sure. uh, you know. So, but like, what? I'm already warming up, pala. Like, what? You know, like it's sometimes I don't even think about it too much. It's really just like. I want to feel good. I want to feel good. So I'll start foam rolling. I'll start stretching. And I'm like, wow, I'm warming up na pala. You know, so I can now do a workout. And I think one time I was doing that and suddenly Angelica was like, like, Fai, uh, you, you want to walk, you want to walk Ringo? Like, shout out to Ringo. Ringo's our corgi. My, my, yeah. my, my dog, Ringo. Yeah, there you go. So she was like, <laughs> you want to, you want to walk Ringo, right? So at that point, I had already done my morning routine. So I was like, I'm pretty warm. So I was like, okay, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I jogged to her place. And then from jogging to her place, she, you know, we walked from her house to my house. So I was just like, wow, I did a workout already just like that. And I didn't really think about it. And you're it. just starting the day. I'm just starting my day. So, you know, for me, it's that. It's the willingness. Because of that, I was able to strategize a plan in a sense. And then I have, I was able to come up with equipment that helps me set myself up, mm-hmm. you know, for success. So, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and um, for me, I think, like, I I know the question was about like, what about people who don't have time? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, a common thing you hear. Right? Yeah, I guess what what Fai was saying was like, don't limit your thinking of working out to just going to the gym. Yeah. You know, it's not just about going to the gym. You can do so much at home. And for me, that's what's great about animal flow. Sure. You can take it anywhere. Like I can wake, I can do animal flow anywhere. I could do it like right beside my bed. I can do it in the airport. In the airport. Yeah, I've done it like backstage when Fai has a gig, you know. Like. <laughs> so it's more, it's not necessarily a question of, do I have time or not? It's more of what am I willing to do with the time that yeah. I have? Yes. Sure. And if you just think about like, okay, how much time? Do you ever say like, oh, I don't have time to check Instagram. I don't yeah. have time to check no, Facebook. No, no, wait. I don't. Never, right? Like, <laughs> And you can spend like 10, 15 minutes on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. why not just go ahead, check Instagram, but like stretch while you're doing it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Like something like that. And I guess it's just about, for me, it was really about 
learning how to value my body in the way that I want it to. Because I think that it's so easy to just treat our bodies really badly, especially with the way that our lives go now. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I started to really value my body, I realized, you know, this body has gotten me through literally every challenge I've ever faced in my whole life. Like every hardship, every happy moment, like my body got me through it. So it, it I can take like a fif- you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes to just show it a little love, show it a little respect. Yeah, you know, um, I like what you said about developing a relationship with your body. Um, even if I personally, like I was an athlete growing up, I played football, I did judo, um, but I didn't really feel like I was in control of my body until maybe like last That's year. That's true. Uh, I've been playing sports also for basically mm-hmm. all my life, but it's not necessarily being aware of your body. It's mostly doing the act itself. Yes. yes. Exactly. It's only recently that it, I've also been noticing like to do sports well, you also have to Bring really your understand your body yeah. and how it's working, what mm-hmm. you have to put into it. And it it ends up uh, having a better effect also and if you if you're still playing a sport or like in my case also running. Yeah. And it translates not just into sports but like into daily activity. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I I notice like when I'm walking, if I feel weird, I think like maybe it's because like I'm not really engaged in walking right now, you mm-hmm. know? Like I suddenly think like maybe I could I could flex my core a bit, stiffen up my legs. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Yes, yes, right? yes like, totally. And then when it happens and I start walking properly, I just feel better. The blood flow is, is smoother. The, I just, it, overall, it feels a little better. It makes no, it yeah. a little bit easier to do the task. Yeah. I was laughing because I was like, I'd actually, I feel the same. When I'm walking to the bus and I'm like, I'm looking at my watch, like I should get there a bit quicker. Then I just like, make it seem like I'm yeah. running I just yeah. like fix it a little bit I start noticing I'm like I can you know recover my steps faster quicker quicker and then you're listening to walking on sunshine and like <laughs> saying hi to everyone on the way to the bus hey, I'd, I'd, hey. <laughs> then you just look at everyone beside you like so slow so slow Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and Cloud, what you said is really true about like when you kind of you can feel better overall when you sort of feel better physically and i think that i mean i would never say that exercise is a substitute for like therapy and medicine or anything like that but i think it's like hard to deny the connection they can work together yeah between mental health and physical health because i mean it's not like it will fix let's say if you were like depressed or anxious or whatever it's not like it's gonna fix it but it's related when you feel better in your body you feel better overall and it just makes things a little better. Like sure. it makes you feel better, and that's always a good thing. Well, oh, and uh, something something that uh, I went to I went to a forum on mental health sometime last year, and one of the uh, one of the doctors that was speaking on the panel mentioned like we separate we we call these things mental health and physical health like they're separate things right. but really it's it's just your health it's your mm-hmm. overall health you know it's your overall health yeah. like these are all interconnected things so you treat your mind well so that you can be properly in your body you treat your body well so that your mind can have an easier time trying to process shit sure yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that our our circle of friends are 
getting into that fitness lifestyle yeah. but it, but in the sense of understanding it the way we've been talking about yes, it mm-hmm. yes I agree you know what I mean it's not a friend a group of friends going to the gym just to start getting 100%. bigger and everything. or just exactly. to hang out yeah you everyone know? looks like they're coming from it from a feeling better every exactly. day feeling better about yourself that's very true life. that's very true especially the badminton group shout out the badminton group uh, they, we, we only started like two weeks ago but Everybody goes because it's like it's a good excuse to hang out with each other and also badminton's a fun sport and you get a good workout. It's hot. You sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a few people that I, I get to run with. We're doing a 10K this weekend. Yeah. So. And yeah, it's nice because it brings groups together, right? Like mm-hmm. you guys just, you have a badminton group, you have a running group, we have an animal flow group. Mm-hmm. Like it's a great way to hang out with each other. Like we're still having fun. It's better than like, I don't know. Drinking, honestly, drinking. Drinking. Like yeah. drinking. It's honestly better than drinking. Yeah, it's honestly better than drinking. And if I like, you could drink after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. You, you, or the next it. day, you feel better about all those things too. Uh. Yeah. And then, like you yes. know, when I get to eat, I'm just like, I've earned a little bit of this, there and I know go. how yeah. my body can take this. Mm-hmm. There it's you just, go. You don't feel always out of control. You know what's going on. Input output is something that Fai always talks about. Input output. Input man. output. Like you eat crap, you better be willing to go through crap. Yeah. To work it out. Okay, uh, I think that's I think that's about because well, we I started. Think there, there, there'd be a lot to talk about. Yeah, here. like we could talk for we could talk for yeah, we days. Could. How long yeah. have we been on? Uh, well, we've been, <laughs> we've on, been on for more like, than an hour because yeah. I I had a I started my stopwatch a little bit into the into the podcast. Sorry, the lo- logic only tells it in bars. Yeah. We've been on think, for a thousand five hundred. It's been about like an hour <laughs> and fifteen. Sixteen hundred. I think bars. we started around ten p.m. Yeah, I so think I would to, say like we could do this as an intro to this this topic. I think this deserves a part two. Yeah, sure. I think so. Sure. Yeah. We'll keep coming sure. back. Yeah. If you yeah. guys invite us. <laughs> I have a lot of other questions. We haven't talked about like nutrition also. You're right. Yeah, sure. yeah. that's yeah. so true. Definitely. Also, I mean, so, like in our second part of the podcast, we're gonna forego the regular segments and just yeah. go straight <laughs> into the to the fitness yeah, discussion. Could, mm-hmm. yeah, and who knows by then? Because we're, uh, we're taking our workshop soon. That's yeah, very to be soon, certified so animal flow Maybe by then we'll be certified. Oh, oh, I wanted yeah. to ask about what that was like too. Yeah, so there's a lot. We'll there's a lot. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess <laughs> we can tell you more about it once we've done it. We'll sure. tell you more. <laughs> but yeah. just in summary, it's in May. It's a two-day workshop, so lapit na. It's very near. So, so you've been training. We've been training every for day. We've every been day. doing animal flow every day since January 25. Yeah, we're doing this. Um, <laughs> one on one days of animal flow kind of thing leading yep. up leading up to the workshop yeah if you as part of our training look for them on their social media you'll see it you'll get some inspiration <laughs> oh yeah I no I really look for check it. it out hashtag one on one days of animal flow we're the only ones doing it I think <laughs> Angelica are There's you, a, were someone you th- flow with Ange was that you oh that, that, oh, oh, oh. that was for my school oh, that's like an account for school oh, okay. <laughs> it's not real but um, oh, I do have school. a personal account <laughs> which you can look but the one on one days don't look for that with flow that. with that. I saw it, it. I was like, "This is still Angelica." Yeah, no, that's me. It's for school. So what is it? One hundred one hundred one days. One hundred one days of animal flow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Check out a hashtag. Okay. We have a few videos. We'll update it because yeah, we don't yeah. post every day. But we figured it. Be, we figured yes, it'd be annoying. Okay. Yeah, I think you guys would get pretty okay. annoyed if. <laughs> I don't think so. I would. I save. I save those videos like of you guys <laughs> and of like other people on my feed. <laughs> no, I just refer to them when I'm looking for something to do uh, in the workout. Like, good I'm to no know. Joke. Thanks. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> then we, where where can people find like information about Animal Flow? Like the official website. 
Yeah, um, on you can if you Google Animal Flow, their website will come up. They're Animal Flow official on Instagram and I think Facebook too. You'll find sure. them. There's a there's a lot of stuff online. Yeah, like once you once you hit the Animal Flow page on IG, you're bound to like be um, linked to like other people who do mm-hmm. it. You know, so yeah. there's a lot of like Ways around the world now people, people doing, doing it. it. But in the Philippines, it's pretty new. Yeah. So okay. You can get on it. That exactly. That's, if if you listen to is. this podcast, we said the word animal, the words animal flow so often that it will show up on your feed. Hey. <laughs> oh, just play it in front of a phone or like a smart yeah. speaker. Yeah. Google's always listening. Exactly. Animal so. flow. Animal flow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. With that being said, I want to thank you guys for making the time to talk to us. Thank you for inviting us. Dude, of course, it was a thank pleasure. you. It really was a pleasure. Uh, definitely going to have a part two of this. Enjoy uh, Hong Kong, John Thank Mayer. You. John Mayer. That's going to be awesome. John Mayer does animal flow. Oh. <laughs> We're going to oh, be well. flowing in Hong Kong. For sure. For oh, sure. Well. See, if he does it on stage. No, I'll, f- I'll freak out. Like <laughs> That would be so random, be, but that that's like a that's sign so random. from the universe. It is. It's like you're doing the right thing. <laughs> hey, hey, but, but one and day. And he like, looks and he points. Yeah, but like one day maybe in a BS Central you'll you'll see a bit of flowing. <laughs> sure. Maybe, maybe. Sure. Who knows, man? I'll oh yeah, I'll just uh, quickly shout out. Basically Saturday night. Like check them out. Shout you out. Are missing out if you have not heard of basically Saturday. Shout out. Facebook, Spotify. We'd also want to do a, an episode of this with the band. With the band, with the oh, yes, dude. yes. Yeah, that'd be great. Dude. That was actually one of our first ideas. But we dude. figured this would be much easier to yeah. facilitate. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Seven people is a little this yeah. a new level. It it's is, overwhelming. It is. We'll need it more is. mics. Yeah. Oh. Or the same amount of mics and just like try share. share. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's there's so true. many, there's no way that could be organized. <laughs> Let's be like, yeah, but half of the freaking podcast is just people talking over each other. But 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 stay tuned, everyone. We're guaranteeing that. I think yes. basically yes. Saturday night yeah. episode will be in the yeah. future. Agreed. All right. So thank you once again. This was No One's Homies. This is Clow. This is Mark. This is Angelica. Yep. This is Fi. We were the homies. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're some people's homies. We're not no one's homies. Oh, but everyone's we are homies. Everyone's homies. But we are no one's homies. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Peace. Peace.